Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Practitioner's Podcast, where we're applying Jesus-style disciple-making to everyday life. This episode and all of our episodes are powered by Navigators Church Ministries, which focus on helping churches make disciples who can make disciples. For more information and to get connected, check out navigatorschurchministries.org. Hello, Justin. Hello, Tony. How's it going? Oh, man, another day in the life of, as we record this, we're just a couple days out from the first Bengals Super Bowl appearance in 31 years. We're both Ooh. rocking the Bengals gear today. That's I'm right. super excited. Me too. Me too. Who day well, for sure. Yep. Tony, we got a not so random question today. Ooh. Okay. Not so I random because love- it's going to tie into our topic of the day. But what is your favorite verse that you have memorized? Ooh, I'm going to go uh, favorite verse that I have memorized Psalm 4610, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. Nice. Now, is that your favorite verse overall too? Um, Man, it's the one that I go to a lot in this season. So I, I would say that my favorite verses are typically seasonal. Okay. Right? Uh-huh. Right. Like uh, in different seasons, I have, I, and we'll talk more about this in the episode, but like in different seasons, I've really held on to verses differently. Okay. Right. I, I love first first John, um, that no one at four, seven, no one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete by us. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a you know, it's one of those verses that has been with me for a while. But um but yeah, Psalm forty six ten is probably my favorite verse in this season. What about you? Awesome. Yeah, my favorite verse uh is Isaiah forty four twenty two which says, I have swept away your offenses like a cloud, your sins like the morning mist, return to me for I have redeemed you. Mm. Um, And that's been my favorite for uh, 20 years or so now. Um, But yeah, that's mine. So do you hold on to verses in seasons too, or is that like your favorite first forever, forever? uh, It hasn't changed. So I, I, I don't think it's going to, but it might. Well, yeah. that's, you know, this is actually a really good description of our personality. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. One of us is steadfast. The other one's <laughs> like a fart in a skillet. <laughs> there you go. Um, well, Tony, today, as you know, we are talking about scripture memory. This is one of my favorite topics in the world uh, because I think that scripture memory is so important and yet so under uh, emphasized in the life of the church and in our lives as followers of Christ. And I would submit to you and to those listening that scripture memory helps every aspect of our Christian life. There's no aspect of our Christian life that memorizing scripture does not help. Um, And so I'm really excited to talk about it. Uh, Let me share with you uh, how I got started in my scripture memory journey. Uh, I was 20, 21 years old, never memorized a verse in my life, and was being discipled for the first time by a staff guy with the Navigators. And he said, hey, why don't you memorize this? And he was asking me to do it like in that moment. He's like, I'll give you three minutes. And I was like, oh, okay. I, I didn't know he was serious at first. But so I memorized that verse, First um, John 5, 11 and 12, in three minutes. And then he had me memorizing, um, I don't recall if it was one verse a week or two verses a week initially, but it it quickly became two. And 
uh, it was great, except I really disliked it after about two months mm. because I had memorized these verses. And then he would ask me about some of them that I'd memorized, you know, six, eight weeks ago, and I didn't have them anymore. And I actually told him, I said, well, I don't, I don't think I want to do this anymore. And he's like, well, why, why not? I'm like, well, because it feels like a waste of my time because I'm memorizing the verses and that takes some effort and work. And as you can see, six or eight weeks later, I don't have them anymore. And he's like, well, aren't you aren't you reviewing them? <laughs> I was like, no, you didn't tell me. You didn't say anything about review. Um, and from there, he started to teach me what it looked like, not only to memorize the verses, but also to review them. And for years on end, I'd memorize two verses a week. Uh, and it just helped me grow uh, like a weed for a long, long time. And it's still probably the the spiritual discipline that that feeds me the most in my my Christian life. So that's kind of my scripture memory story. Uh, Tony, I'm sure yours is exactly the same, right? It's almost the same, except I hate memorizing scripture. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So here's the thing about me. I hate being told what to do, right? Mm-hmm. And so when... Um, the first person to ever challenge me about scripture memory was you okay. and it was uh, six years ago ish. And, uh, and I, man, I resented everything about that request. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to turn this into a therapy show, but, but it's probably more about me than it is about you in this particular case. And, um, and so I really just struggled with the idea of it. I always thought that scripture memory should be natural and organic. Like, like I had held on to some verses through difficult seasons, as I mentioned before, and along the way had kind of memorized them. And so the thought of memorizing them as a task, as a discipline, it, it just hadn't sunk in yet mm-hmm. until, um, until I really began to, to try to use scripture as the basis of my worldview. Allow me to explain just a little bit is that when you want to to live a biblical worldview life, then you must have the Bible as a foundation. And so when you need that foundation, then you need to be able to um, to kind of go to those places when you need them the most. And so so over the last, we probably argued about memorizing scripture for a couple years. Um, so I would say, Year six, you introduced the concept. Year four, I decided it might be a good idea. And then, um, yeah. and so for the last three or four years, scripture memory has been something that's been a part of my rhythm. And, and just to be 100% honest and authentic, it still comes and goes, right? There are times yeah. where I'm really good about working on my scripture memory. And there are times where I put it to the side and I don't pick it back up for months until I, I'm looking for okay. a verse that I don't have and then I get convicted again and, you know, kind of rinse and repeat, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious, Tony. So with that story and especially um, the recent recency of your picking up the sp- scripture memory habit, uh, your initial feelings about it, uh, what what has it been like for you? What's been the impact for you in your life or... Um, how, yeah, just impact. So, uh, so this is what I'll say, right. Is that having scripture at the tip of my tongue when I need it, um, feels always feels like a huge win in my walk with Christ. 
right? Mm. And so it, it gives me a sense of intimacy because I, I'm knowing God's word in a different way. And, and in a lot of ways, it's a lot like the gym, right? Like, um, I don't love going to the gym all the time, but I never regret a workout when it's over. And so like, I never regret having scripture memory, scripture memorized when I need the scripture. Um, but doing the work to get the scripture memorized is where I tend to struggle. And so that, that's kind of the tension I live in, right? Like I want to be able to run the race as you know, Paul would say, I want to be able to run the race faithfully. Um, and this is part of that conditioning so that I can run that race faithfully. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I it think it builds, sense. I really do think scripture memory builds intimacy in a way that is different than, um, than quiet time or even studying scripture, right? Because it's, yeah. you know, it's, it becomes part of your DNA in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. That's certainly been my experience. So, um, what I found is as I memorize scripture, it has allowed God's spirit to communicate to me in specific ways that I know it's him for sure. Mm. Right. And so, you know, especially as I'm working through sin issues in my life or, um, just seeking his guidance or his face in different times. Like I remember, uh, real specifically, and it's kind of annoying to be honest, like, I was working on patients for quite a number of years. And, uh, and so one of the first steps for me working on it was memorizing a verse on patients. And I remember, I don't, I was either driving, it's probably both of these driving or standing in line, but just feeling really agitated, like, come on, we need to get going. And that I didn't like stop and think like, well, what's that verse on patients? It was just there in the front of my mind. And it was my experience of all right, got it. Hear you. Um, all right. I'll try to get back where I need to be. And that has been super helpful, just that it almost gives the Holy Spirit a language that I can understand and know it's him 100% when those sorts of experiences happen for me. Yeah, I think I think in a lot of ways, scripture memory becomes um, this pathway to your heart. And so the, like when when you show up in a situation where you need a scripture, God will present it if it's already been imprinted there. Yeah. But if you don't, if you don't have a starting point, right? Like e- even even a poorly memorized scripture is better than no memorized scripture. Right. There are times where I'm like, I know that I memorized this scripture, and I can say most of the words, but I may not know the the marking or the place of it. Right. That yeah. that happens on occasion. Yep. Um. But. It, it's it really can be a gift, and it actually it reminds me of um, a couple of of different scriptures. Obviously, where we pull this from, right? And I think these two scriptures tie together nicely. Ephesians two ten, for we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. And then Second Timothy three sixteen and seventeen, all scripture is God breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking correcting and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. And I love these scriptures together because they remind me of a quiver of arrows, right? Like Robin Hood. And you've got a scripture back here and you're created in Christ Jesus to do good works and you're thoroughly equipped and you can just pull that arrow out of the quiver and you can fire and always be on target. Because I know that if I'm just using my words, there's a really good chance that I'm going to mess up. But if I'm using God's words, 
I'm going to be on target. God's word never misses. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And I love those scriptures too, because especially the the second Timothy one, we hear that second Timothy three sixteen a lot, all scriptures, God breathe, but normally we end it and rebuking, correcting and training in righteousness. And that's the end when we talk about it normally, but 17 tells us why. So that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. And so as I think about discipling, being a disciple, making disciples, that verse right there is telling me that the main tool um, for making disciples and being disciples is the word of God, is the scripture. Mm. But then you pair that with Ephesians 2.10, where God tells us that we have been created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which he has already prepared for us in advance to do. And yet, we if we are not thoroughly equipped for every good work, for those good works that he's given us, then we might move into those situations where God intends us to do a good work and find ourselves unprepared to do it or to do it to the level that God might desire for us to do it. And so for me, that's part of my motivation. It's not the whole of my motivation for sure, sure. but it is part of my motivation in terms of boy, this is important to take the time to memorize scripture, to review the scriptures that I've memorized. So that like you said, it's like pulling that arrow out of the quiver that it's ready, right? It's ready for use. Yeah, I, I think that if if we can always keep that arrow metaphor in mind, of course, any metaphor will break down over time, but th- there is something about scripture that's memorized can both be defensive and offensive for any situation that you find yourself in. You know, I know we're going to talk in a minute about some of the benefits of of memorizing scripture, but I always think about it like um, when my kids come to me and they've got a life equation, I I need an arrow. I need something that's dependable, reliable, that's going to fly straight, that's going to be on target. And so boom, scripture memory. Or when a guy that I'm discipling comes and he wants to talk about this issue or that issue, having scripture there saves me the time and energy of Googling or having to go through my Bible and figuring it out that way. It's just, um, it just, you know, it, it really does get on target in a different way. Yeah, absolutely. So seven benefits of memorizing scripture. I'm sure there's more because I really do think that there's no aspect of our Christian life that scripture memory doesn't help. And what I want to do, I'm going to just share the benefit and then I'll give you one verse where we see that supported. Um, And we can put these in the show notes too, if you want to go back to them. Um, But the first one is it helps transform us via substitution. And so if you think of Romans 12, 2, don't conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And so, you know, it helps us transform by substituting, right, the things that were, were in our mind to the things that God desires to be there, the truth that we find in scripture. Number two, it helps keep us from sin. Psalm 119, 9 through 11. Number three, it helps us in temptation. Uh, Matthew 4, 1 through 11, that's where Jesus was in the wilderness. Uh, and three times when he was tempted by Satan, he responded by quoting scripture. And so if that was his response, for me, I feel like I need to respond the same way. Uh, number four, it helps us in witnessing. First uh, Peter three fifteen. you know, in your heart set apart Christ as Lord, be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give you the reason for the hope that you have. And so we can do that through 
sharing with them what we've learned about God and Jesus through the scriptures. Number five, it helps us with understanding. Um, Psalm 119.99. Number six, it helps us in ministry or discipling, disciple making. Uh, And this is kind of goes right along with uh, the verse we've already shared with uh, 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17, but also, as you mentioned with the quiver, Isaiah 55, 11, it's God talking. He says, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And then number seven, prayer. It helps us in prayer. We can see in Ephesians 1 and Philippians 1 that we can be praying uh, scriptures back to God. And we see the example of that uh, in Paul's ministry and in other people in the, in the scriptures. So um, those are seven benefits. Again, I'm going to put those in the show notes for us. The other thing I would say about scripture memory, and Tony, I want to get your take on this too. Um, I think it is one of those things in life that's a small investment and a huge return. It strips it add up to a deluge, right? It takes three minutes to memorize a verse. Uh, to get it initially in. And then after that, if you review it once a day, a couple times a day, it might take you 10 seconds to review it. I mean, it's not a huge time investment. Um, And then it's available for you to meditate on and chew on that the spirit can use it as we've already talked about. But there's just these few things in life that, you know, they don't take a ton of time, but they do take some discipline and they add up to a big, big return. Tony, what's your take on that? I, I think one of the things that we underestimate with scripture memory is the coping skill that it can become when life feels overwhelming, right? Mm. And, and so, like uh, again, like big return, y- you may not know that you need uh, a scripture at the moment that you call it out, right? Like, uh, let me say that a different way. There is going to be a time in your life, I can almost guarantee it, if you commit to scripture memory, that life feels overwhelming. And that little three minute to memorize, 10 second to review may save you from hours of anguish. Mm. And I think even on that time kind of return mentally and emotionally, and of course, spiritually, like it's such a big, big gift. And so I, I think that we underestimate um, the Bible as a coping mechanism a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and one of the things I tell high school students all the time when I'm working with Fellowship of Christian Athletes is that memorizing some verses is a great way to get your head right before a big event. And, uh, and it really does become a nice little pressure valve for stress and anxiety. Hmm. Yeah, I love that. So scripture memory, if you haven't tried it, just try it. Just memorize a couple verses and ask God to use them in your life. And I think you'll find that not only will he use them, you will find uh, benefits to it and things that you didn't even think um, would be a part of that. Uh, Tony, how about our takeaway action step for the day? Yes, absolutely. The takeaway, the word is the primary tool God has given us to make disciples. The word is the primary tool God has given us to make disciples. And the action step Simple, but not easy. Start your scripture memory habit now. Start your scripture memory habit now. And hey, if I can give a big plug, um, you guys know that we're sponsored by The Navigators. Uh, The Navigators have a great online tool, the Topical Memory System. It's a great way to introduce scripture memory. You can get things on their website. 
We'll link to that in the show notes as well. If, if, if it feels, I, I know that this can feel overwhelming at times, but I just want you to know that there are lots of tools out there. There's some apps that I have used um, and some cards and all these things. Justin, I know you have a thought on this. I have, yeah, one more thing that I didn't mention before, but I think it's really important is that scripture memory is not about an academic exercise, right? So it's not important how many verses do you know? How many of you memorized? What's more important is how many of those verses that you memorize know you? How many of you allowed to read your life and to move you to application of those verses, right? That's really what we're talking about. It deepens our life with God if we allow it to. If we're just putting it in our head for academic exercise or to show off with other people, God's not impressed and other people are normally annoyed by that. So, um, but those take away an action step start your scripture memory, have it now. We'll have lots of stuff for you in the show notes. Um, thanks for being with us again today. Uh, again, if you haven't yet, please subscribe and give us a rating uh, wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll see you again next week.